Welcome back to the Micro Advice Podcast. Today, our spotlight is on the importance of customer journey mapping and obtaining the voice of the customer. To learn the ins and outs of these processes, why it's critical, and what you can do, we're here today with journey mapping expert and customer success leader, Jared Orr. Jared, thanks so much for taking the time to be with us today. Thanks, Jim. Great to be here. Um, I'm so glad to talk about this topic. It's something that I'm passionate about, and I hope the listeners uh, take a few key tips as well. Jared, so you recently started your own advisory practice or blog site dedicated to helping companies understand the criticality of customer journey mapping and effectively ascertaining the voice of the customer to build and implement a customer-centric mindset. So let's start with discussing what is your journey towards starting this service? Absolutely. I think blog site is probably the, the better term for it because really, and it's really what it is. It's, it's a site, uh, customer success whisper, basically just share my ideas, tips, and best practices for customer success. Uh, it's where I get my passion out there and show people how much I love customer success. And a big part of that is wanting people to, to read my, my content and want to collaborate with me. I love collaborating with people. And uh, part of the services, the, the free services that I'm offering are basically uh, I, I collaborate with um, software startups on how they can be more customer centric. And that really all starts with uh, building a customer journey. Um, again, it's free. I don't charge anything. It's just a way for me to like learn from other people. They can learn from me and together we can just learn how to uh, make the customers the forefront of everything that we do. And I think that startups tend to not do that very often. Uh, they, they focus more on sales and revenue, which is totally understandable because those things are important, but they fail to invest in their customers at the very beginning. And that will hurt them in the long term. And in my opinion, that's why a lot of startups, especially in the software and tech space, tend to fail because they don't make that a priority at the very beginning. And I think having a customer journey or a vision for your customer is really what's going to uh, make that difference in the long run. That's great. And that is a very similar reason to why I started this podcast is to meet with like-minded mm -hmm. founders who focus on all things, customer tips, tricks, advice, and build that message and get it out there so that young companies can take that and learn from it. So excellent. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. And you, I've read Thank a you. lot of your content and you produce some great stuff. So I appreciate that. Jared, what are some of the ways that companies may think they're hearing their customers, but could be falling short in really understanding mm -hmm. the customer's needs? Well, I think not having some sort of a VOC program, and that can take many different forms. Um, NPS surveys are a big one, online reviews, uh, just any anything that involves um, generating and gathering customer feedback. That is really how customer, sorry, how organizations can gauge how they're doing, how their customers are feeling about the product and service, and the overall experience their customers are having. And it's really what they do with that feedback that really sets them apart from other from their competitors. Because anyone can have online reviews. Anybody can say they they value customer feedback, but how are they implementing it? So. For example, like if you're if you have a, a Google page or a Yelp page with all these reviews, are you actively monitoring those reviews? Are you reaching out to the people who are having a great experience saying, thank you so much for giving us this review? Thank you for being a loyal customer. And are you reaching out to the people that are giving you bad reviews, asking them um, why they had a bad experience and what they could do to make it better or um, make it better for, for future customers? Um, that, that's a basic example, but really, if, if you don't have voice of the customer strategy in place, 
then uh, you're you're not um, you're not going to be keeping up with your competition. You're not going to stand out from from your competition. That's an interesting point, and I've noticed that in reading some of the public reviews out there, if the company does respond, oftentimes mm -hmm. it can be in a defensive manner of "No, that didn't happen," or yes. "You're the only one that thinks that," or something along those lines. In which case. You know, Given the what you just talked about, it's it should be a little more open and collaborative. And I'm not saying that's always. It it is select cases, but sure. it's a point well taken. So early on, we had mentioned about a customer journey map, and I wanted to dig into this a little bit more. So you know, first of all, what is a customer journey map, and why should every startup make this a priority? Well, to put it simply, and this is how I usually describe customer journey maps, it's the vision that you have for each of your customers. And it encompasses, it's really twofold. It encompasses uh, their desired, the desired outcomes that they have for your product and service and the steps you are going to take in order for them to reach those desired outcomes. So without a journey map, you have no long-term vision or goal for your client. And this can result in little to no long-term uh, growth or loyalty. So really what it is, it's the vision you have and what you are going to do to make sure that that vision is attained for every single one of your customers. Okay, that's fascinating. And so in short, is it similar to a roadmap? You know, because I've heard this term before, is a, is a roadmap. Is that the same thing or is a journey map something a little bit different? They, they are similar in a lot of ways. Um, basically a journey map is, is everything. So it's not just from the time that they sign on with you until they are no longer a customer. It's, it's everything like that happens before they sign on. So all the marketing and the sales and the onboarding, mm -hmm. their experiences with you as a new client and then beyond that until they, they choose to cancel or, or whatever the case may be. So it really, so a, a, a customer journey map is really the entire experience they have with your company. And it, really what it is like, you know, we're past the days when someone signs on with you and you just check in with them period, like check in with them periodically, or when you just check in when it, when they have to renew, you know, we are, we are at a moment in time where you need to constantly invest time with every single one of your customers um, in order to ensure their long-term loyalty and long-term success. And that's what a journey map does. It, it, it kind of gets the organization on the right path to make sure that every single touch point the customer has with you is a good experience. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Thanks for clarifying that. Do you have any best practices or tips or tricks clients could potentially implement when building one of these journey maps? Of course, so like I said, like it's, it's everything. So mm -hmm. not just when you client, it's everything before that. So. Really what I say is, you know, when you, if you're a startup or really any organization, for example, no matter where you are, um, startup experience, whatever, there are three questions that you should ask when you're constructing a customer journey map, right? So the first question is, if you could have 100 of your niche customers in one room for 60 seconds, what would you say to them in order to get them uh, interested in your product or service? Second question if every new client had 24 hours to use your product in order before they got a full refund, what would you do during those 24 hours to ensure that they sign on with you for another three months? And then the third question is, if every new client signed on for three months and then could get a full refund after that three months was done, what would you do during those three months to ensure that they become a long-term loyal client? Or I guess maybe sign on for a year, another year, right? So that encompasses everything that happens before they sign on, 
their first experience as a new client and the 90 days following. So really, in, in my opinion, the, the, the two most critical components of every customer journey map mm -hmm. is the, the first experience they have as a new client and the 90 days following. Of course, what happens before and what happens after are important, but if you can nail those two components, the first experience and the 90 days following, that will, I don't have any stats here, but that will greatly increase uh, the, the customer's chances of being a long-term, loyal, happy, successful client. Okay, that is powerful. And it, the methodology that you laid out there, for me at least, resonates really well. It's clear, it's consistent, I, I love it. Mm -hmm. Jared, you recently wrote a blog post titled Providing a Legendary Customer Experience, which, which caught my attention. Uh, what are some of the ways you have seen this done well and conversely, not so well, and what should startups consider when putting their customers first? Well, I could turn this into like an hour event session of all the terrible experiences that I've had. Exactly. This is a positive. There's, there's just so many of them out there. I, I know. We all have them. That's you know, right. We've all had them. Mm -hmm. um, and the thing is, like, as consumers, I, I think most people can relate to this. Like, we remember the amazing experiences and the horrible experiences. As far as in the middle, like, I. I can't really think of any off the top of my head, but I can think of a lot of great experiences that I've had and a lot of terrible experiences that I've had. So that's why uh, the title of that blog post is providing a legendary customer experience because that is what people are going to remember. Really, it all starts, I know I've said this already, but it all starts with having that vocal for your customers. It all starts with um, knowing not just what you want them to accomplish with your product or service, but what you want them to experience with your organization. Mm -hmm. um, I'll get into, into that in a little bit. I guess to, to answer this specific question, um, one company that always stands out to me with how well that they take care of their customers, and maybe some of your listeners will disagree, I don't know, but Southwest Airlines. Southwest Airlines to me provides such an incredible experience. And uh, my wife and I, we're loyal customers for life. <laughs> we, we, we love it here. And one of the things we love about them is uh, there's no first class, uh, you get uh, a free checked bag, and uh, the, we've always had very friendly and great experiences with uh, the, the people on the plane and uh, just uh, online with customer service. It's, it's been nothing but incredible with them because every touch point that we've had with them, be it checking into a flight, dealing with customer service, actually flying on the planes, it's all been great. We've never really had a bad experience. So that's why we keep coming back. That's why we have Southwest credit cards. Sorry, Dave Ramsey, but we do. Um, because every touch point that we have with this organization is a great experience. And that all encompasses a legendary customer experience. So it's all about mapping out the touch points that your customers are going to have and making sure that each of those touch points are backed up with great experiences and great um, processes in general. That's a great example. And I, I'm a, a Southwest flyer myself. I used to travel a lot for work and I might've shared this story with you when we last spoke that some of the other airlines, you know, you, you might have an experience. And then at the end, you get a survey saying, do we get you from point A to point B safely? Well, yes, yeah. but was it was it an incredible experience? Was it legendary? It, it, it was legendary in one direction, maybe not the right direction. But uh, exactly. well, the thing is getting you from point A to point B, that's the product outcome, mm -hmm. right? So that's that's what you're using the product for is to get you from That's one right. place to another. The success outcome or like the, yeah, really what it is, the success outcome is the experience that you as the consumer have with this, with this organization. 
and the product. That's a very good example. So Jared, if there is a one or two pieces of advice that you could impart on a technology founder, a young SaaS company, what would it be for understanding their customers and maybe defining a product market fit? I would say don't focus too much on the features of your product or service. Um, earlier this year, I attended the Silicon Slopes Tech Summit up in Salt Lake City, Utah. This was before COVID. And Brian Halligan, CEO of HubSpot, was speaking there. Mm-hmm. And he said that today in the technology and, and software um, realm, your product or service really isn't going to make you stick out from your competition. It's really the experience that you give your customers. And he said that the, the companies that invest in customer experience are the ones that will win in the end. So uh, according to Brian Halligan, a very successful CEO um, of a very successful software company, like I said before, don't focus too much on your on the features of your product and service, the features of your product and service, focus more on the outcomes that they deliver on for your customers and the experiences that they have while working with your organization. That is sage advice. And I'm, I'm really glad you brought up that that example. I couldn't agree more mm-hmm. where I, I feel like in this day and age, it really is about the experience and the companies investing in that. You know, there are some research mm-hmm. reports out there that show that they have faster time to value. And a lot of the metrics that they gen- the company generally tracks from a sales or marketing perspective is trending in the right way because they're providing and investing in that amazing experience. So thank you very much, Jared. This is great. So Jared, I really do appreciate all your advice here and guidance and kind of walking us through some of these tips and tricks for all those out there. You can find the micro advice podcast on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. So thank you very much for joining Jared. Thank you for participating in this and we will see you right back here again next week. Same place, same time. Have a good week. Bye now.